Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. This is the Wednesday Quick Shot episode. I am your bartender for the evening. You can call me the dude, or you can call me Anthony. That's either way is completely cool with me. Uh, hopefully everybody's doing okay out there. Hopefully everybody made it through Valentine's Day, found somebody that you care about, spent a little time with them, or found something battery-operated and spent a little bit too much time with them. Uh, let's not joke too much about that. Anyway. So this is the quick shot episode, which means we got to have a quick shot drink recipe. Uh, this today's drink special comes from Gourmet Feaster on Instagram. This uh, this one kind of came up as a surprise to me, and it sounds kind of groovy. Uh, so this one's called Candy Shots. Now, uh, basically, she tried these, and she had uh, she had to tell everybody about it. So uh, here it is. It's all equal parts, pineapple juice, lime juice, light rum, and blue carousel. You uh, take all of those, put them in your shaker, shake and strain. You might want to do enough for uh, maybe a couple shots, you know, like a table asks for a shot, and uh, the people say, just surprise us. Instead of giving them the mat, uh, all the stuff that's inside the mat by that time in your shift, uh, hook them up with the candy shot. Gourmet Feaster seems to like them, so give them a try. If you want to find out more about Gourmet Feaster, all you have to do is go on Instagram at Gourmet Feaster. She's got a lot of great food and drink uh, uh, displayed all over the place and uh, tells you where to find it and uh, gives her basic opinion on everything. So it's uh, really well done. So thank you, Gourmet Feaster, for letting me use that drink, whether you knew it or not. You know, after all that talk that I did about uh, Valentine's Day and people, uh, the different types of dates and uh, how people go out and, uh, you know, spend their Valentine's Day, it got me uh, thinking, what the hell is dating nowadays? Now, back when I was really young, I thought dating was when you got to know somebody, you uh, decide... That person looks interesting. I really want to get to know them. So I'm going to ask them out. And then we're going to go out. We're going to talk. We're going to uh, see if we have things in common. And go from there. Build something from that. And I find, I after observing everybody in the bar uh, uh, being on dates, whether they're a couple, whether they're newly getting together, I found a lot of things really confusing, and most of those things that confused me came up after the breakup, and or when they decided to go their separate ways, or one of them decided to go a separate way, and the other one kind of was just kind of standing there at the fork in the road. 
Now, let me expand a little bit on uh, what my view of dating is, the bartender's view of dating. You see somebody, you, know, you see him across the room, and you get that, uh, you first get that physical uh uh, idea in your head you like the way they look you like like the way they laugh maybe if you walk by them you like the way they smell and something in your brain says i want to get to know this person or something they say uh makes you interested like all of a sudden uh if i walk by a girl that says firefly is her most favorite show in the world i would want to get to know that girl because that's also my favorite show. That's something I can start talking to her about and build off of that. Now, uh, you uh, now once we start talking, we you know we do the thing and we exchange numbers and hopefully by this time and then uh, I call her and then say hey how about we go out tonight and then we go out and do whatever. Uh, you know, I you know, in my opinion, I don't suggest. Hey, how about you come over and we watch the first couple episodes of Firefly together? That's going moving a little bit too fast. But you know, some people do do that, sure. But uh, the that, in my opinion, is the first date. Now, some people think that the first date is. Uh, the that point where you're you're getting serious, and the whole thing about that first date is it has to lead to marriage. Maybe it's just my age right now. I am 44 years old and uh, still single, and so there are a lot higher expectations for people that are a little bit older. Back in high school, the expectations weren't marriage, because uh, or even. When I was going to trade school, the expectations really weren't marriage. But it all of a sudden, I think maybe as I got older, the uh, the expectations of going out on a date is day one, you're in a serious relationship. Boom. Without any warning, since you asked them out, you are in a serious relationship. Or even it doesn't even have to start that early. I mean, I've seen uh, uh, couples in the bar. Sure, they get along, they're laughing, they're carrying on, but then all of a sudden, one night, they just all of a sudden decide, "Hey, why don't we go back to my place, Netflix and chill, or whatever uh, the uh, what was it, Hollywood Video and chill, probably back then." And they go back to their place, maybe have another couple drinks, and completely forget the movies on, and uh, otherwise occupy themselves. Okay, yeah, they're boning, but the uh, from that second on, from the first time they saw each other naked, that was when things got serious. And this this is actually probably one of the more easily androgynous t- uh, type of things that I can talk about. And sometimes right after that, it kind of uh, kind of goes north and south, like I said before. One person uh, uh, takes a different direction. The other one's stuck in the fork of the road and doesn't know where to go, what or where the hell the other person went. The whole thing about getting older is, uh, of course, being my age, I have to be open-minded uh, about dating a, uh, dating a woman that has kids because the odds of a woman my age not having kids is a really low. 
So I have to be open-minded about that. And I always have. I've always been open-minded about dating a woman that has a child. And uh, I've dated quite a few women that had children. But um, the whole thing of trying to date nowadays at my age is, you know, I, I don't drink that much. So I, and the times I do go into the bar, I'm usually trying to promote the podcast and talk to the bartenders, maybe get a drink special out of them, maybe try to talk them into being on the show. But, uh, being, uh, being a non drinker and I don't really hang out in bars that much. Of course I've turned to once in a while online dating and it's, almost unnerving to see in this area where I live in the, in the world, in the United States, uh, that they put on their profile, you must be able to prove that you can take care of me and my children before we go on our first date. And my whole thought was, can we decide if we like each other first or can we at least sit down and talk first? I'm, you know, I'm not going to give you my credit report before we go on our first date. That's insane. However, in this day and age of COVID-19, that's kind of the way things are going. I'm sure a lot of people are doing a lot more online dating since majority of the uh, social settings have been shut down or a reduced capacity and you're not able to get in there. Uh, there a lot of people are probably turning into online, turning on to online dating, uh, Apps like Tinder and Plenty of Fish are probably making a bundle right now because people just aren't able to go out and meet people. And uh, Zoom dates. Zoom dates have also have uh, have come up quite a bit. Now, I will, I will be the very last person to make fun of people that go on Zoom dates. I, in fact, that's probably the best way to get to know each other in this point in time in this world because you don't really have an opportunity to uh you know get physical you are almost forced to talk to each other and get to know each other i mean there were honestly people i uh the last date uh first the last first date i went on uh i was talking to a uh, talking to a girl she was an old friend and, but uh uh she didn't know it but uh I, well, I admitted it to her later, but it was uh, the 5th of November, and every 5th of November, I have to watch V for Vendetta. That is a uh, must for me. It's uh, a yearly tradition, and she happened to be watching that movie that night also, and we started texting back and forth, having a conversation, talking about the movie, talking about ourselves. We hadn't moved up to telephone calls yet, but we uh, we were talking back and forth during the movie, and is when the movie was over, we both decided, okay, it's late, we better go to bed, and because we have to work tomorrow. As soon as we stopped texting, I sat back and I thought that felt like a date. You know what? Fuck it, I'm counting it uh, just because I hadn't been on a date in a really long time. Now that might seem weird, but. Go back to the bar situation. Let's uh, let's take a look at your customers. Let's uh, see what they're up to. You see two people. They happen to be sitting next to each other in the bar. You know, just one person's already sitting there. The other person 
happens to notice that that's the seat next to him is empty. They, you know, their intentions when they sat down in their seat could be wide open. They, maybe they decided, Hey, that person's cute. I'm going to go sit next to them. Or they just said, Hey, there's an empty seat. I'm taking it. Now, what goes on from there is you're almost forced into uh, the customer is almost forced into a social situation. And so they're uh, like, Hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, did you, uh, did you have a good day? And then that's how the conversation gets started. Now, whether or not the conversation continues from there all depends on uh, if they feel like if one of the people feels like talking or if the, uh, the other person said com- something completely off color or that the other person didn't like a lot of things can go wrong at that point, but let's for uh, the sake of happiness, let's say they both get along really well. They realize they have a little bit in common and then, uh, you know, the phone numbers exchange and, then the first date happens. The first date could be they make uh, uh, they make a deal that both of them will be there at a certain time at that at your bar, and that could be the first date. Uh, some people would uh, would just consider that hanging out with friends, but uh, really, honestly, if you two if two people make an effort to see each other at a certain time in a certain place they are dating and if your customer asks you uh you know was that considered a date yeah you're forced to say yes but what if the other person doesn't didn't think so uh so maybe you should keep your uh the bartender server should keep their mouth shut and say well you know that maybe maybe it is maybe it isn't it depends on what the other person thinks uh, depends on what the other person is going through at this point in time. I mean, how well do you really know them? And, you know, it, it, it's uh, that's where I get confused. Now, uh, the first date could also be where you make an effort to, you know, we're going to go see a movie, we're going to have dinner, the typical date. And it's, uh, you know, it has to build from there. But the key thing is you have to get to know each other and you can't, uh, and some people uh, take uh, the first time you hang out together as that's the first date. And really it's more of an interview process. The first, the first date is definitely an interview process. Well, what's this person really like? And uh, uh, what are their interests? What do they do? And that's where uh, you have complications with, uh, you know, the person lying on their resume. But we'll talk about that some other time. But, and there's also the other people that play the long game. The first date is when they, uh, when they commit to it. They, uh, and some people commit really early to being able to see this person every single day but some people, you know, kind of keep a uh, keep a little bit of a distance. Let's break down some walls first, and then we'll talk about getting serious. But then there's always that mistake of uh, going going to bed with each other. Then it becomes uh, a lot more serious. 
not completely serious, but a lot more serious because now you've seen each other naked. You've been completely uh, open and free, even though one of you might have turned off all the lights before you jumped into bed and uh, jumped, ran underneath the covers before the other person could see you completely naked. It uh, th- Maybe that's the point they got serious. But some people take uh, take it very seriously from minute one. Okay, we this is a date, and we are now boyfriend and girlfriend. Now, in this bartender's opinion, seeing people go that uh, go that route from, okay, hey, how you doing? Why don't I give you a call tomorrow? Boom, we're serious. Okay, you're moving too fast. That's what I would tell my customers if they ever asked me about that. You're moving too fast. Why don't you take the time to get to know the person before you start dreaming about your perfect wedding. Yeah, it, it's happened way too many times where I've watched my bar customers say, I have met the person of my dreams and we are going to be together forever. And I'm like, how many dates you've been on? They're like two. And, but we talk on the phone all the time. And, uh, we were kind of friends before this. And, and I'm, I, I'm just like, you know, okay, uh, you might want to tap the brakes just a little bit because, you know, uh, some people, the people that are, uh, jump into marriage within six months of when they first dated, uh, it, it scares me a little bit because, uh, did you really take the time to get to know the person? Uh, and some people do. And I've met people that decided to get, uh, get married within six months of, uh, meeting each other and they're doing great and I'm very happy for them a little bit jealous but I'm very happy for them but then there's also the people that take a little bit too long how long you been dating about five years no shit really and uh, sometimes people are completely comfortable with just being boyfriend and girlfriend even just being boyfriend and girlfriend living together and not taking the marriage vows was it Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn? I don't think they ever got married, and they've been together for how long? Uh, shit, I don't know. But they've been together for a really, really long time. But they've never taken vows. And it's hilarious sometimes when uh, me and my fellow bartenders would make friends with a, a nice couple that came into the bar, and we start to get to know them. Uh, we automatically assumed that while well, they're together all the time um they must be dating or they must be engaged so or there be even a couple times where we thought well they must be married because they are together all the time um and we find out that yes they're dating but they've been dating for like seven eight years and then whereas this bartender me doesn't jump into people's uh uh, people's personal business just because I'm really not that interested. Uh, I, my fellow bartenders might be a little bit more uh, inquisitive about that sort of thing. You've been dating for seven years. How come you're not married yet? And they just go, it hasn't come up. And uh, sometimes I feel sorry for them because people are, uh, people start pressuring them. I'm sure their family pressures them all the time. But even their friends are just like, for fuck's sakes, you two are uh, have been together for seven years. 
why don't you just take the uh, take the plunge? You're already living together. You've probably uh, got a joint lease on the apartment that you live in. Might as well get married. But that doesn't say anything about how serious they are. Because just the fact that they're together all the time, they feel comfortable around each other, that's good enough for me. Uh, just uh, they're... Uh, they want they want to be together, but the whole ceremony isn't really terribly important to them. And you know, I can uh, I can uh, admire that personally. It, it, am I saying that I'll never get married? Well, I'm 44. The odds of me getting married by now uh, are probably slim. But uh, the uh, am I do, am I against the whole marriage thing? God no. If that uh, makes things uh, feel more intimate between you two for God's sakes, do it, but don't get married just because people tell you, you should do what, do whatever it is the hell you want. But anyway, enough about marriage. It's another way that, uh, people all of a sudden decide, okay, I'm serious about the relationship is when they use the L word. That's right. Love this first time the, that they decide, okay, I'm serious about this person. I love being around this person. They make me laugh. They make me cry. They, uh, I, they do annoying things that I cannot live without seeing them doing. And I have, the, uh, I have to have them in my life. And they finally work up the courage, build it up from inside and tell them outright, I love you. Now, it's... Uh, probably not the whole like chasing Amy or uh, sleepless in Seattle or Meg Ryan movies or anything like that, where the L word gets dropped and then happily ever after some, I've seen it way too many times uh, in, in the bar situation where one person drops the L word and the other person goes, uh, no thanks. And, or they're not able to say it back. Sometimes that's a relationship ruiner there. Sometimes the other person almost feels obligated to say it back. Maybe they do love them, but not in that kind of way. But one person, the first person that usually instigates that word, that's when they are invested in the relationship. Maybe not totally, but they are invested. So that is when it becomes not dating anymore to me. When you all of a sudden get this feeling, both of you get this feeling that you are invested in each other. I mean, the I've seen people's uh, relationships go completely to shit because one person uh, had decided that, okay, we're in a serious relationship, but the other person wasn't that serious yet or at all. And uh, then all of a sudden one day they... You know, uh, they go out together, they do things together, uh, they laugh, they kiss, whatever, but then all of a sudden one day the other one comes into the bar on a date, and then that gets the other person fuming mad. It goes from zero to 100 miles per hour in a half a second, maybe faster, and they say, what What the hell, What? what is this? And the other person said, well, you know, I didn't think we were that serious yet. And, you know, uh, so that, that is the part that confuses me. 
and uh, because when you're dating, uh, some people just on the first date are already invested, but the other person might not be. And so are you still, uh, as soon as you go on your first date, there are some people out there that automatically think we are a couple. We are not going to see anybody else other than each other because we are dating. And then the word cheater comes up. Then as a bartender, there is not one word that I can say to make the other person not want to go over, scratch the other person's eyeballs out, or, or dent their car, or because they have already gone completely off the mark. And, uh, I mean, I've seen uh, girls... Uh, destroy their uh, destroy cars. I've seen guys go punch wall, uh, punch holes in walls. I've uh, seen fights start. Uh, I you know I've seen it all. And just because one person had a misunderstanding or the other person uh, also misunderstood what exactly was going on, it's happened lots of times where one person is. Uh, the the two people are you know getting together. You can see they're getting closer. You might even see them get a little bit physical. Then all of a sudden, one of the other persons says, "Oh, I met the greatest person the other day. You would uh, you would totally like him. We went on a date. It was magical." And the other person is sitting there confused, as if they are looking at a blackboard full of trigonometry. And then they sit there going in their head. They never say it out loud in their head. They're sitting there saying, didn't we, but weren't we, I thought, what? And there, that person is thoroughly confused, heartbroken along with that. And majority of the time people don't know how to react. And I've seen some people react like, oh, well, okay. Uh, that's cool. Um, whatever. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, in fact, uh, ladies, based on my own experience, if this does happen, if you do realize this is happening, do not say that uh, a guy is just like a guy that you're friends with, or you previously dated, uh, because that, that feels like an insult because why would you date somebody just like somebody that you're already friends with? Because you already had that person that you're friends with. And, uh, and then you just all of a sudden drop them like, uh, like a ton of bricks. I mean, that's, that goes along with the whole idea in my head that, uh, rom-coms are completely bullshit. I mean, you're never going to, uh, I think in this day and age, if all of a sudden you hear a boombox playing Peter Gabriel's in your eyes at the end of your street, and uh, I think cops will be called. You know, all of a sudden, John Cusack, uh, that movie would have ended completely different where John Cusack would have been arrested and then taken to court for stalking. Or this uh, episode of the Orville was probably the closest to, uh, thing to what I've seen in real life where two people... They look like that they are completely in love and things are going great. But then all of a sudden at the snap of a finger, one of them decided to go back to their ex just at the snap of a finger. 
it seems like. And that uh, that broke the, uh, the character's heart. Uh, if you've never seen The Orville, it, it's a good show. If you're into Star Trek and science fiction type of stuff, and uh, with maybe about 20% of, 20% of Family Guy's humor, it's a great show. But the character got uh, got dropped just all of a sudden. He just walked in and said, hey, how's it going? Oh, that's your ex. Oh, you've decided to get back together. Okay. Uh, um, so uh, I feel awkward right now. I'm leaving. And you can't get past that awkwardness. If uh, one person in the relationship might have the complete intention of staying friends you put you in the friend zone the, in some cases that means break glass in case uh, uh, and keep you in the friend zone which is an awful thing to do to somebody you say oh, if it doesn't work out I'll just go back to this other person no no that that's an awful thing to do to somebody to keep them on standby in case you make a bad decision going back to a failed relationship but that there again, uh, you know, you got serious for a second and it all of a sudden went to hell. So you start, one of the people starts debating how serious was that other person? Uh, and they sit there and think, I'm serious. I was serious about it. We, uh, we had a lot of great time together, but they just dropped me like a brick. And how serious was that person? This is, this is bullshit. And then, they of course go into some kind of emotional uh, pitfall where uh, they uh, lock themselves in their house in the dark, watching Netflix, or uh, start beating up things, or uh, ice cream and pickles as a diet for a few days. And some people can snap out of it, I uh, uh, reasonably well, and, but I've seen way too many people who just climb into that hole and you know every once in a while pick the um, uh, pick themselves up look outside see what's going on and ultimately go right back in it's horrible am i in any way discouraging any anybody to not date fuck no go out date find somebody that you're comfortable with uh and you know whether you meet at my bar and whether you meet on a chat line, whether you meet on uh, Plenty of Fish or any of those date lines, find somebody that makes you happy. Because honestly, I can tell you right now, life is way more fun and interesting if you have somebody to live it with. I mean, how many times have you people sat back and think, you know, I would really like to go to this place. I don't want to go by myself. Nah, I won't go there. I'll just go to the place that I'm familiar with or, or uh, you know, or it's just not going to cut it if you go there with your family. Uh, you want to spend that special time there with somebody and uh, with somebody that you care about. You, everybody, you need to find that person. And if it takes, uh, if it takes a couple drinks of liquid courage to do it, do what you got to do. Uh, and your bartender's here, and he'll help you out. 
Anyway, last call, people. I'm done talking about this whole relationship and love and Valentine's Day crap for a little while. Let's, uh, I think we're getting ready for St. Patrick's Day. No, actually, I think our, uh, since we're uh, past Valentine's Day, I think I saw the Easter stuff go up. So, uh, but you don't really talk about anything about the bar and around Easter. St. Patrick's Day is coming up before that, though. But uh, retail stores are way too far ahead with their decorations and all that sort of thing. By the time Easter's over, I'm sure they'll have the Christmas stuff up. But anyway, people, if you want to get a hold of me, all you have to do is email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. And uh, you can share me your stories. You can share me your drink recipes. If you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is ask. I would love to have more guests on my show. Uh, if you want to follow me on Facebook or Instagram, both handles are Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm not really on Twitter that much, so let's not even worry about that. Uh, I'm also on TikTok, uh, so if, you, uh, if you're a member of TikTok and you want to know when the new episodes are uh, being posted, that's where I do it. Every once in a while, I'll do something TikTok related. You will not catch me doing any of those dances. But, uh, you know, if you want to follow me on TikTok, Hey Bartender Podcast. Remember to come back on uh, Saturday. I post new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, on Saturday is the Big Rock Show, Bar- Hey Bartender Podcast, where I will be featuring music from daddies. Uh, so you want to catch up with that. But until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, as usual, I have to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got here!